Winner, winner. Uh, we've got a fun show lined up here tonight. Uh, we're going to be going into a little bit of content here. Uh, first off, I just want to say thank you, Spiffy Man, for providing the music. But uh, yeah, here we are. We got Heinze, we got The One Heart, and we have Stop Collaborate and myself, Basic Bro, on the podcast tonight. So uh, we just really want to get into things and go over a couple introductions in case you guys haven't listened to the podcast in the past and met everybody. So we're going to start with you, Heinze, a little bit, bit about yourself and uh, what, what we're doing here tonight. Hey guys, uh, my name is Heinze, Heinze06 on Xbox. Uh, I'm a new streamer, um, hardcore PUBG player on Xbox. I play a little bit on PC. Um, you probably heard me on the last episode. Um, they talked about mouse and keyboard. Uh, that's my setup I have at my house. Uh, I'm 32 years old. I'm a firefighter. been on the job 10 years, and I love gaming. Awesome. Thanks, Heinze. It's uh, over to uh, Kev here, the one heart. If you want to tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, so as you said, my name is Kev, uh, known as the one heart on uh, Xbox and through the Discord. Um, I haven't been playing PUBG as long as everyone else. I think I got into it uh, sometime around April. Um, I was already into the BR concept, and I wasn't sure about PUBG, but after getting in there and finally playing, I got two dubs on my first two games. Call it a carry, because that's what it is. Um, but I was hooked. and uh, So I've just been playing this a lot, and uh, really into just trying to do some content creation and just having fun on the game. Awesome. Thanks, Kev. Stop collaborate. You're up, buddy. Uh, yeah, I've been playing since the release day, but I am game, share, game sharing with my friend who got it for me. I knew basically nothing about the game before it came out um, and hadn't played any Battle Royales before it. Just got a little bit hooked, and I was the person who uh, started the Xbox Club for the podcast. So I'm just sort of along for the ride since I'm one of the more casual players in here. Um, I don't have a gaming monitor. I don't have a mouse and keyboard. I play on a 49-inch TV. Um, and that's about it. I just like to play and have some fun. So you're you're pretty much the basic bro here, I guess, then, hey? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> when it comes to casual gaming. <laughs> There's only one basic bro. Yeah. Ooh, that's and, true. Yeah, I, I am the basic bro. Uh, I'm surprised that name was even available on Xbox, to be honest with you. I got it about two years ago. My other identity was Mozzie. Uh, it was actually Mozzie as God before. I was pretty hardcore into Halo uh, back in the day. Probably played that for about 15 years. Uh, but yeah, I came into PUBG. My cousin mentioned it to me, and I was, I was hooked. I was dropped into, uh, onto a, that massive map, Erangel, and I, I just had a blast. I couldn't, couldn't put it down, and here I am, uh, part of the xbox corner here and having a blast and getting really into the content so yeah i guess we'll uh we'll go into a little more here just want to say uh that uh, we think we all know why we have so many issues uh with PUBG and why there's so many fixes first off brendan green 
can't get PUBG fixed off the bat, we don't think, because he doesn't speak Korean. That's uh, that's a new theory, I think. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, yeah, any, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna blame all of his all their issues are on Korean. You speak too much English. <laughs> Korean no American. They can't get it. He can't communicate the issues properly. Oh God. No, I'm I'm just kidding anyways there. Uh <laughs> but I just thought thought I'd try to get a laugh of, out of everybody here because we all know how frustrating PUBG can be sometimes, especially on Xbox. No. So what is fix PUBG in Korean? Right, what does that even mean? Yeah. <laughs> Make PUBG worse? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe fix is like you know, Korean for uh mess up or wreck i don't i don't know <laughs> like fixing a game okay gotcha yeah like like a like a betting thing gotcha yeah. oh exactly uh but yeah anyways i guess uh quick quick announcements uh everybody we finally got war mode i'm sure everybody played it the other week there and uh we didn't have that matchmaking queue that was a little frustrating i'm sure uh, we couldn't really party up with friends i know there's a couple tricks uh some people figured out to party up with uh, people but Going into this week, it looks like they released it again, and this time you can party up with up to eight friends, and it can be chaos, which is which is great. You know, ever going to party with eight people in a big team battle doesn't happen very often, but I've had a lot of fun. How about you guys? What do you guys think so far? Well, I'll what? go first. Yeah, you go I have, first. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I haven't even played it at all yet because I was busy moving last weekend. So it's a good thing I waited because it seems there were a lot of bugs and everything so hopefully they got it fixed up in time just for me so i can make my war my war mode debut on a nice clean fixed uh game mode well that's that's kind of funny it's not going to be that but it's going to be better well you know what you know what i can be hopeful all right you can't don't don't crush my dreams okay out, out of all of us here who's had at least one or two matches in war mode i know i've had a few uh, how how about you guys? I played a significant amount. Yeah, what did and, you think? Uh, I, yeah, it's it's fun, man. Um, I think it's great for people that just you know have like fifteen minutes to play, or you know don't have a full you know time for a battle royale. They can jump into a game, get some kills. But uh, most importantly, I I find I like to test the guns out. I mean, how many times you get crate weapons, right? So. In this mode right now, you can pick up crate weapons, you can shoot them, see how they feel, and really get some kills with them and try them out. So I think it's a great way to kind of test the weapons out since we don't have like a, you know, a test area right now to do all that stuff. Like, what is it, the uh, training grounds that PC has? So I say I, d- I definitely need to do that because all the in the early episodes when Robin and Arjuna were talking about all the crate weapons and what's their favorite crate weapon, I was thinking, man, I've never seen one of those before. Right. Yeah, and honestly... I, I can say uh, I've I have the PC too. I haven't played it much. I'm just learning the mouse and keyboard thing on there. Uh, but I plugged in my Xbox controller and I I played probably ten rounds of Training Grounds with my Xbox controller. I got to say the uh, you know the the kick the gun kick everything is it's very similar now to Xbox and and it feels great. It's really fun just getting in there and practicing with an Xbox controller. I can't wait till that comes to Xbox. You guys are really in for a treat on uh, training grounds there so um i don't know heinzy did you try it out i know you have a pc as well uh but you, you don't dabble as much on a pc hey no i haven't actually tried it out yet i've been meaning to jump on um but no i have not yeah you can't queue up but i i definitely have a blast with that uh but yeah those crate weapons like it's 
they're all over on training grounds. Uh, so when uh, when we get that chance on Xbox, it's it's going to be awesome. And it seems like their releases are only a few weeks ahead of each other, but uh, it should be only a matter of time, I think, by the time they, they make that announcement and get that out there to everybody to try out. Ho- hopefully they do that without bugs. One thing I heard about war mode, and this could be rumor, but um, the kills that you get in the war mode matches count towards your uh, lifetime like career stats, which I don't think should be actually counted. <laughs> yeah. Well, you should have a separate leaderboard or separate se- separate career settings. For yeah, them. they're they're adding to your kills for your career. So that's I was I was kind of blown back. I'm like, what, really? That's, this is a war mode. Strange. Yeah, your war mode kills count. This is this is a rumor I heard. I mean, I'm not sure if it's true. I haven't seen or tested it out, but if that is true, that's a huge oversight. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, especially with I don't know if it's going to be different now that going into this week or weekend with it, we're going to have three different teams, but. You would get to a point where if you did figure out how to get your friends into a lobby by all, you know, one person invites everybody one at a time and then you all press A at the same time, which is how we were doing it that first weekend when it was bugged. If you had that squad cohesion and you could talk to each other, you were steamrolling kids and you were, you were getting kids just quitting. Like there'd be 10 versus 10 and you'd have kids quitting and there'd be three versus 10. Um, so I'm sure it'll be a little different with three teams going at it. You might still have some contentious fights, but... I had games where I didn't die at all, you know, so that's yeah, crazy. It's going to be interesting for the KD. And then there's games where you get steamrolled and I'd be pretty pissed if I went to practice and it went against me. Oh, exactly. And like war mode itself, I, I just jump in there and, you know, you screw around a little bit, have some fun, get some kills, uh, play around with those crate weapons and, and get a good feel for them on the Xbox. And yeah, if that's the case, that would suck. But you know what? It's, it's only a matter of time before they reset the stats again, right, for everybody. seems like they, they're doing that quite frequently until they can really get a uh, nice, polished uh, version out to everybody. It is Xbox, PUBG 1.0, but we got to remember that they're on, like, update 22 for 1.0 as well on PC. Uh, we're just caught up to them in, in that sense, right? But uh, aside from that, I guess, uh, could go into... Uh, Something everybody's kind of been waiting for now. If uh, you guys are ready, are you guys ready? Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, I, th- I, I no think we all do. About. I think you'd have to be living under a rock about. to not know. Yeah, do you care, you care to elaborate? Basic, can you, yeah, can <laughs> yeah you, I mean that or on your honeymoon. Right? Oh, damn. <laughs> Called out. <laughs> what is this great debate you're talking about? I, I'm not, I'm not the mortal, sure. The Mortal somebody, Kombat debate. Somebody in here caused some kind of stir by accident. I guess. <laughs> uh, why are you guys all looking at me? What are you talking about? What do you, uh, did I just had something in my throat? Is oh, I know what you're talking about. Care care to go into this a little bit, and and maybe maybe we want to hear your your side first. We want to hear what's going on here. Is it mouse and keyboard? Uh, did you got is that what you're talking about? That, that sounds familiar, but maybe tonight? you should explain. Oh. You, you pissed you piss some people off. I know it wasn't on purpose or anything, but, you know. The great debate. To Zim or not to Zim? <laughs> that is the question. Well, actually, there's more than one device. But uh, for all you listeners uh, that didn't know, um, I think it was, was it episode 41? I don't know. I need some help here, guys. Was it episode 41 we talked about? I think about? it was. Okay. So on episode 41, um, Arjuna and Robin interviewed me. 
and I was talking about Sandhawk and um, letting them know my strategy. Um, I'm a leaderboard player. I'm trying to push leaderboards. I'm out there. I'm like top 100. Uh, but basically, I play PC. I have a setup, and I use a Zim Apex, it, which is basically an adapter to put a mouse and keyboard into a, uh, the Xbox. Um, so I told them that, and then um, the following week uh, in our Discord, there was some chat um, in the Xbox corner about... Um, basically mouse and keyboard and everybody had their own opinions on it whether it was fair unfair uh some called it cheating um it was actually in my opinion a good discussion we had in there um but i had no idea that this was actually going to happen like this now this much i don't mean to cut you off here but when we say there was some chatter i mean it went on for almost two weeks it, it barely ever died down in our xbox corner it went on and on and I mean, we went through the circle, we went, or, you know, did the laps with everybody on this subject. And we, but it never once got like nasty or contentious, which was really nice to see. But I mean, we, we kind of never really got too far with anybody, you know, one side going to the other or anything. We didn't come to a conclusion as a group. So we're trying to sit down and do it tonight. Yeah. And so, like, like I said, we're just, you know, I, I kind of let everybody know that I was using that as my setup. And, um, We'll get into like who had some questions about it, but um, you know, honestly, I'm just kind of letting people know like how I play and and whatever. And um, you know, I'm not really a cheater. That's not how I've always played. I've never tried to take advantage of people or you know systems. But um, you know, it was something I've always kind of looked forward to. And I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna get this. It's available. It's allowed on PUBG. It's allowed on Xbox. I'm gonna I'm gonna play with it. And um, I mean, I spent a great deal of time hooking this thing up and learning it because it's not really easy. Most people think, um, you know, if, you, if you've seen PC before, mouse and keyboard, you can drag and drop items and this and that. And Xbox is not like that. You still have to go through the menu just like you would on a controller. So the buttons on the controller are just laid out on your keyboard and mouse buttons. And you basically just bind those to whatever they would be on a controller and use those to get around. So um, it's a little bit difficult, but um, the advantage and why I did it is because um, you can actually aim a little bit better than you can on a controller, or at least what I thought at first. Um, and after using it for quite a while, I actually liked it, so I stayed with it. Um, but my skills for the controller kind of, uh, you know, fell away, so I couldn't really go back to it. I would take a great deal of time to get back to the controller how so, long exactly did you say you spent on it uh well for when i got this game i started out the controller i got 250 wins 3,000 kills and that's when i made the decision to switch because i was like i was at the time i was trying to get a new like gaming setup in my house and i knew the zim apex was out there and i seen some videos and i'm like wow i could really do a little bit better with maybe this because i like mouse and keyboard i play computer games it's just natural to me so, um, yeah, and I've been playing with it since. So I would say maybe, what was it? This game was released in the fall of last year. So maybe um, April of 2018. No, earlier than that, February of 2018 when I switched. So you had 250 wins before I even picked up the game. Jesus. Yeah, before I had 250 wins before I even picked up the Zim Apex and... I'm telling you, man, like I, when I get into something, I get into it hard and <laughs> definitely I just played a lot. 
yeah, I played a lot. Like before we get into, I guess, more of the the gray area, uh, why a lot of people do disagree with mouse and keyboard, and also we'll come in with some crazy news that uh, Microsoft had announced uh, here coming up soon. Uh, we'll have one heart go into that a little bit because he's the one that came across the discovery as well. But uh, yeah, before we really uh, get into that, I guess uh, yeah, we'll we'll touch touch on that. Just touch on that uh, gray area a little bit, and also, uh, Heinze, I just I was curious. Like, do you do you plan on playing the uh, the computer version of PUBG as well? Do you plan on translating those keyboard skills over to it now that you've played this long uh, on Xbox? Or, or yeah, yeah, still? I have, but um, I don't have the friends on PC that I have on Xbox. I played Xbox forever. I mean, years and years and years. So I have a big list of friends that are on Xbox that aren't on PC. So for me, it's more enjoyable to play on Xbox. And I don't have like $3,000 to dump into a great PC to compete on the competitive level PC that I want to be at. True, because so, you got to stream too, and myself included. Yeah, when exactly. I, I, yeah. I, like, I, I did the whole computer uh, playing with a controller on the PC mm. version the other day, and and the stream was a bit of a nightmare. I think I got it figured yeah. out now, but uh, I guess my computer's fairly powerful. It's not crazy by any means, but I have to stream on low settings uh, to even even get a stream out there uh, to everybody when I'm I'm streaming to Twitch and Mixer with Streamlabs OBS. Uh, it, it causes some. It definitely causes some issues. Uh, but but I did play uh, on the PC with controller. I kind of did that demo. Uh, it should still be up on mixer.com slash the basic bro. Um, I, I got a hour, about an hour and a half in of uh, playing with some of the guys here on Discord. Uh, and I, I, yeah, I, I was playing on the PC with a controller. And once again, it was, it was pretty difficult. I found myself being much more cautious. Everybody there was very cautious uh, too when I was playing with them, even with mouse and keyboard. And uh, yeah, I just... I, I don't know. I felt I I did feel a bit at a disadvantage. And hey, I kept my KD ratio positive or neutral for the most part. Like I, you know, I got at least one one kill a game. A couple games I got two kills. But it's just it's a different beast. It's like getting drafted from the minors to the majors uh, when you're going from Xbox to PC because everybody is playing that competitive at that competitive level, right? But uh, that, yes. that was my experience. So I think in, I think in general you're going to get more hardcore people on the PC and. In any game, really, because the PC is sort of seen as like the pinnacle of gaming. That if you take it seriously, you should be on PC. Whereas everyone who is a little more casual tends to gravitate a little more towards the consoles. That's of course being extremely general, but that at least that's kind of been the mindset the entire time I've been playing games. Is that the console is more for you're just playing to have some fun? Oh, oh, definitely. And yeah, I, I can see why. It's you know the prize pools are so big on PC as well because everybody is extremely competitive on there. So, uh, but once once again, uh, I guess it was that gray area. There there's a lot of outcry about mouse and keyboard in the past uh, on on forums at least, and uh, whether or not we like it, I guess uh, a lot of people uh, may have considered it cheating. Although in my opinion, I think it's like you know, bending the rules a bit or getting that upper handed advantage. Uh, but yeah, my, I know, I know my opinion has personally changed, uh, especially with 
that announcement that Microsoft made. Uh, I know one heart had had uh, sent that out. Did you read that article a little in depth there, Kev? Uh, no, I hadn't really gotten a chance. Uh, not yet, at least. Right. I know I, I touched base on a little bit, but apparently in November, uh, they're going to be releasing mouse and keyboard support uh, for one a couple games in particular. I think they're starting with uh, one game. I, th- I think it was Warframe. I, uh, I'd have to double yeah, check. Yeah, Warframe. 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 They said Warframe yeah. first, yeah. Which I don't think it has like much of a like it's not like multiplayer where you're playing against other people from what I looked at. I think no. it's like some sort of I, farming game. I, I played a good bit I played a good bit of Warframe uh last year, the year before that. It's from what I've seen and I I've never played this other game, but it's supposedly like Destiny, but better. It's a it's tech it's like a free to play Destiny and well from what my friend who got me into it said, it's um it's what Destiny was supposed to have been. Except it's free. Except it's free to play, and they're constant like they're constantly putting out updates for it. So the game as it is now is absolutely nothing like it was when it first came out. So when it first came out, there were kind of fair to middling reviews on it, but the reviews you see now are like four years old. And the game that it is now, like even like when I played it for a year and a half or something, by the end of it, it was absolutely nothing like what I originally did. The devs are extremely like they listen to the community. They care a lot about a good experience. It can get really grindy at times, and they acknowledge that. And they're like, "We know it's grindy. We're trying to spread out the grind so it's not as as so it's not as ridiculously repetitive. So you can still have that grinding experience, but not like be crushing your soul in the meantime." I guess that's the way fork knife went, right? Like with uh, <laughs> <laughs> with every with everybody there, they they were going to be a you know they were focused on something else, but they went the br side uh, and jumped on top of that bandwagon for the most part. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be interesting. I think seeing Microsoft make that big announcement with mouse and keyboard support uh, with that partnership with Razer. I guess they're going to have other third party. Uh, you know, mouse and keyboards available too. But what what really irked me uh, was when they said, okay, we're going to make mouse and keyboard support available, but it's in the dev's hands to choose, uh, you know, what advantages mouse and keyboard has, whether they're separated into lobbies with keyboard only, controller only, and that cross-platform, or not cross-platform, but kind of cross-lobby uh, bit going on there too. So... Uh, let's see, I guess we'll see what Bluehole does with PUBG and whether or not they, you know, enable that mouse and keyboard support 100%, which I think, you know, I think it's going to be going that way, especially with Fork Knife and how they have the uh, cross-platform uh, going on uh, with all the other consoles, including mobile phone, uh, Xbox and PC. PS4 finally actually said that they're going to be jumping on the cross-platform Play 2. I saw an article there, so... You know, all these consoles are eventually going to be playing against one another in certain games. So to have that to have that support, it'll be great. I think. I was going to say I have I have a theory on on the announcement for PS4 letting the crossplay happen and mouse and keyboard, but I like to get into that after we kind of get into this this meat of the episode where we're talking about what we all think about just using mouse and keyboard specifically in PUBG versus controller. Yeah, and then maybe swing back to some theories and stuff there. 
I know uh, stop collaborate. You had you had uh, a pretty uh, negative opinion for the most part, not negative, but uh, against. I guess right. You were you were quite yeah. against mouse and keyboard. We- I used to be in the it's cheating camp, um, and then I understood, or and then I learned a little bit more about it, and then got to know Heinze a little better and heard about what he was doing and how it's not a straight uh like using the mouse and keyboard on xbox is not like exactly like using it on pc and you still have to deal with the fact that the xbox just simply isn't as powerful as a pc anyway so but at the same time i feel like it's a fundamentally different uh it's like completely fundamentally different experience which to my mind um makes it almost to the point like if you're using mouse and keyboard but you're on a console then it's almost why aren't you playing pc because i know everyone who wants to take game seriously says oh you should be playing on a gaming monitor and you should be using a mouse and keyboard and i'm just thinking but i don't want a pc so it it's just kind of the way i game i like to game from the couch pretty much I like to be able to get up and move freely. I don't like to be hunched over a desk staring at a monitor up against a wall. So it's more of a personal preference to me and it's um, and I can see that there would be some huge competitive aspects to it. And also, for that matter, being a console person, um, sometimes I know us console folks can occasionally feel like second-class citizens when it comes when we're compared to PC, because like, oh, we have all these cool updates for PC and console people, you might get it eventually. Maybe. It'll probably be less good when you do get it. And so then when it just sort of feels sometimes like the PC is encroaching on the consoles and just slowly turning us into another PC. And I know some people really, really don't want that. I think what it kind of comes down to with this whole argument, a lot of people seem... The question is, what defines the console experience? You know, is it um, is it that controller? Is that what makes console console? And do we are we ruining that experience? I would argue it's not. Um, that that's not what makes a console a console. I think it's um, the ease of entry and the, the lower price points and the fact that you don't have to be, um, you know, your stereotypical, you know tech junkie who knows exactly when to update what to update what programs and systems and the difference between you know a motherboard and you know whatever else i don't know these things i'm learning because i want to get into pc because i see that it's kind of like where things seem to be going from my interest but um i I think it's the fact that you can still plug and play i don't think that the input is what defines the experience in terms of what makes a console what do you what do you guys think no, I, I think that's a really good point. Um, you know, I was thinking about it too. You know, like what what defines being a console? Like I, I've had consoles since Nintendo, and you know, you used to have cartridges you plugged in, and the controllers came out. And for a long time, you didn't play online with people. You played right on like the same system with people, and you can connect systems together. And it was cool because like you didn't need to set up a PC or have a lot of money for one. You could you know hook it up to the TV and have split screen and play with your friends. And it was like instant gaming right off the bat. You didn't need to update stuff. It was just easy, right? 
So I think what you know one heart's saying is, yeah, absolutely. A console is easy access, and it is nice because it comes with pretty much everything you need to game. You don't need anything else. You need your controller and stuff like that. But you know, in addition to that, they do sell really nice headsets that you know fit your ears and cancel noise on the outside. They sell gaming monitors meant for consoles. They sell. Um, you know, coolers for it. They sell the same Apex, which I have. Um, you know, and that's what's the nice thing about it is you can actually upgrade these devices to be a little bit stronger, a little bit more personalized to how you play. Um, if you're a Forenza um, guy, the race car game, um, you can buy a foot pedal and steering wheel if you want to sit in Forza. your living room and yeah, Forza, Forza. <laughs> Forza there he's, you go. he's not a racing yeah. guy. I, I don't play tell. that game. <laughs> but yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, but you could sit in your uh, living room on your couch and pretend it's on wheels and go 90 miles an hour down the road. You know, like it's it's up to you. Well, for that matter, there's also um, Elite Dangerous, which has a huge PC community, and I I used to be into that game pretty hard, and I still like to play it every now and then, but. On the PC, the people will post pictures of their setups, and they'll have like three or four monitors. They'll have a custom gaming chair that they outfitted with custom armrests so it can fit the uh, the Hotas stick, the hands-on throttle and stick, uh, and foot pedals, and and then to top it off, they'll also have a VR headset, and wow. just to play one game. And I'm just thinking, geez, how much money did you sink into one game? That's nuts. Like I'm just here on my Xbox with a big TV and a controller. What what am I doing? Yeah, and you don't need to do anything else exactly. besides that if you just want to jump into a game and play. It's a nice thing about a console. See, and yeah, I, so I think yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Basically, uh, I, I was just about to I was just about to say like I think it's a fact that this game is big enough and blew up and has such a big gaming population that we really hear other people's voices when when somebody's in that gray area, you know, that that's not really brought up or something that's against the norm. Uh, and, you know, compared to Forza and the other racing games that have the steering wheel and foot pedals, you know, maybe there are a couple of people that disagree with that too. Uh, but we really hear it uh, on on this. And, you know, there's podcasts around this. I don't, I don't really see a Forza podcast anywhere. So I guess we're here to talk about that and really give give our own opinions uh, to the best of our ability because we're all players. I'm I'm a play like you know I'm a I'm a player too. I use a controller, an Xbox controller. Uh, I have the Strike Pack FPS Dominator. I was brought up in a previous episode, like one of the earlier episodes, as a bit of advice from myself to give yourself an advantage because it gives you the the paddles on the back, which is great. It has a ton of other mods too that I don't actually use. I've tried them out on PC uh, because uh, competition is so much harder there, but they have an auto recoil control. Um, I I tried it. It was cool. I don't like it very much uh, because it it just it kind of messes up your aim a little bit. And it's something I'm not used to. I just like the two extra paddles on the back. I use it to crouch and focus aim uh, top left bumper. Uh, but yeah, no, you know, I, I have high sticks too to give myself an advantage. I even took, you know, doorstop bumpers uh, to raise my A, B, X, Y buttons an extra half oh, a centimeter, right? right? Yeah, you did uh, post the picture of that. You like modded your controller, right? Oh you yeah, I use, I use like polyurethane Gorilla glue or glue. something. Polyurethane glue, yeah. like uh, stuff they use to badass. mold body, car, like, body parts for cars and everything. So 
So that just blows my mind that people do that. I just have the basic. I mean, okay, I I have an elite controller which I severely underutilize. For the longest time, I only ever had two of the four extra paddles on, and it was always just the same two controls the entire time. And I've only recently started actually fiddling with it a little bit. And How come? How come you a, didn't use it's it? It's a high learning a curve. Time. Collaborate. So it was it was difficult to kind of get to your gameplay, like back to where you were. And you're like, ah, you know what? It's just easier just using my old stuff, right? Was that? Well, I think I got a little too ambitious first, and I like keeping things simple. Like I don't like yeah. in games. Generally, the only thing I'll do is like invert Y axis because I'm one of those weird. I'm the one of those weird people that inverts the Y axis, and then I'll just call it a day, and that's it. I don't tweak the sensitivities very much. I don't uh, change key bindings, which is part of why I like the console more because I don't have to go in and mess with a bunch of key bindings. Um, like I played a lot of Diablo three on the PC about five years ago. And then I remember I got one of the little gaming pads, you know, like the little extra keyboards that you can stick next to your keyboard and has that cool wrist rest and everything. I got one of those and started programming macros and boy, I just stopped having fun because I was having to relearn how to play the game. Oh, I have that too. Yeah. I'm selling my G 13 for my PC, uh, just cause it, it was uncomfortable for one. Uh, but it's just, you know, all the extra macros, you don't, you don't really need them, I guess, once you just learn how to use the actual keyboard, which is actually in itself, uh, has a bunch of macro buttons on it. Yep. That's a good point, man. Like, what you said right there, like, you kind of hit home on a lot of things. Like, you know, you didn't want to relearn a different controller, but you knew if you might have done it, it might have been, been a little bit better, but it was just a pain in the butt to do it. Exactly. You know, and I've done that with so much stuff. Um, you know, throughout the years of gaming. Um, I'll give you an example. I played World of Warcraft for a long time, and there's these, um, they're called add-ons to the game. It's user-face add-ons, and they're allowed in the game. But they, um, like when you, you're facing a boss, like a raid, each boss encounter is a certain amount of time, and you have to do, it's a kind of like a puzzle. So there's certain things that happen at certain times, and, um, you know, the game without the add-ons, there's little cues and stuff that show you um, this is about to come and you might get one shot and die, so you got to move left or right. But there's add-ons in the game, and um, if you use them, they make those cues a little bit more pronounced. Like, there'd be, like, writing in the middle of your screen or the screen's flashing red. That means you have to move right or this and that. It was a pain in the butt setting it up. And I'll tell you, like, I almost didn't use them. But when I started getting competitive into it, I needed to learn that stuff, and I ended up doing it. And overall, it took a little bit of time to get used to it, but I did, and it made me a better player. I was dying less. I, the boss encounters were easier, but it took a little bit of work to get to that point. Yeah, and I mean, no change is going to come like super easy, you know. Um, from just like a console experience, I remember playing Titanfall two and trying to learn how to slide hop which is a way to like seriously unlock the movement potential in that game. It's all about oh, yeah. momentum. You know, speed is life in that game. Um, so I love that game, but I couldn't move as fast as everyone else, and I had to figure out a button layout that worked for me. I didn't use the normal um, switch that most people said. It was the Evolved. Um, I actually just shifted it so that my um, crouch was on left bumper, and I put my jump on the middle stick, um, or sorry, the right stick, and that way I could do the, the back and forth between that and, and fly around the map. So I couldn't strafe as well as other people, but I could still move fast. And it completely unlocked the game for me. 
Um, without it, I would just basically be boots on the ground. That so. was like that was like me and Halo. With uh, it took me a long time because everyone was telling me to transition to it was to switch to bumper jumper, and after oh, yeah. and it was it was rough at the beginning, but it did make sense to me because like, well, how often do I really need to switch my grenades and that sort of thing? Um, and also playing Gears of War helped me because Gears of War, I think RB is the reload button on that, which was high, which really weird because it's usually supposed to be X on all the Xbox games. So. But Bumper Jumper, after I learned that, I started doing way better at Halo, I remember. so Which is was part of my reasoning for getting the Elite Controller is so I could um, map A to one of the paddles so I don't have to take my thumb off the stick to jump. Yeah, and like a big thing too for me was back in Halo 2 is when they had the button glitches, right? The BXB uh, for hit, uh, start, reload, hit, and like the melee, sorry, melee, just getting messed up with my words right now uh but yeah they had that glitch they had the bxr uh so you could you know melee somebody and shoot them and kill them instantly uh they had the rx uh, yy rx uh, to double shot they had the um the you know the shoot uh reload uh the shooting reload trick that automatically replenishes your clip that's still on halo 2 uh, so you Jeez. can actually shoot like uh, double double your rounds. Like there's a there's a ton of little tricks, and they kept those in there because that's what made Halo uh, a little more competitive is knowing those button glitches, right? And some people called them cheating at the time too. They thought it was completely unfair, and one of them kicked out of the game. Uh, but they kept them in there because the pro scene really utilized them, right? But yeah, I mean, and the developer yeah. could have, I mean, honestly said, you know what, we're going to take those out and we're not going to allow that right now. But they left them in, right? I uh, made the game fast. Well, that, to be fair, when Halo 2 was coming out and everything, you didn't have the sheer amount of like hot fixes and things that developers do to games now. They just released the game, like, well, that's it. And yeah. then they'd work on the next thing. Same with like Smash Brothers Melee. The competitive scene is based around effectively an exploit in the physics system. Like the entire competitive scene is based around a, essentially an exploit. And they said, well, yeah, the developers yeah. left it in. It was like, yeah, they left it in because yeah, they saw it. They yeah. left it in because they saw it and they didn't think it would make that big of a difference. So, like, well, we don't want to put the work in. And then afterwards, yeah. the developer said, we made a huge mistake. We should have taken yeah. it out. Absolutely. And, you know. And, and speaking of exploits, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Basic Bro. I was just going to say, and that, that comes to like the competitive scene. Uh, for PUBG, will there actually be a controller competitive scene, or will you know PUBG actually keep that mouse and keyboard when uh, it comes around in November? Will they start adding that support on, and will the competitive scene include that mouse and keyboard, and then controllers? You know, maybe they'll have a bit of aim assist, maybe they won't. Uh, but will we have to just deal with using a controller or adapting if we want to be in that competitive scene? I honestly don't know. I think it's really too early to tell like what they're going to do with it and what PUBG is going to do with this whole mouse and keyboard thing. Um, you know, because uh, you could speculate either way. Yeah, because yeah. right, now, right now there's it's, not really a precedent. There, somebody, yeah. somebody big needs to set a precedent and then take a risk and then see where it goes, and then other people will follow suit based on where it goes. But right now, all we can, all we can do is ask questions. Yeah. So you, I want to just touch on exploits because you were just talking about one, and I want to relate this to PUBG. And you guys remember these. There's been a ton of 
exploits in PUBG since it's been launched that people have taken advantage of. Uh, one of them specifically was a revive glitch. Do you guys remember that? I, I remember hearing about it. I never saw it, but I did hear about it. Yep, so basically if someone was downed in your team, you could go to revive them, and then you had to sprint forward and away, and then the revive would actually uh, stay on them, and then they would eventually be revived. So all you need to do is start reviving them for about a second, sprint forward, and eventually they would be revived. So you could do, you can get people up in the game and get right back into the fight right away. Um, and everybody was using it, but they didn't stop the leaderboards for that. So guess what everybody was doing? Everybody was using the revive glitch because it was an exploit, and it was a way to take advantage and get... Um, you know, wins and kills easier. But, you know, eventually they took it out. So um, there's another one recently, I don't know if you guys remember. Um, it's a energy drink glitch. So um, if you wanted to instantly take a Red Bull, all you had to do is hit your Red Bull or energy drink, painkiller, energy drink, and then that's it. And then you would instantly take your energy drink. So you could do that a couple times, refill your bar within less than a second and get right back into the fight that's crazy i didn't actually know that oh, was yeah. there i i know the yeah and, yeah no no go ahead I was, I was gonna say i you know the one i actually use right now that they haven't fixed for like three or four patches is that uh ump glitch with a lightweight grip uh you get yourself a rice rocketed you know vss with that ump you put a 4x scope on it suppressor and you put the lightweight grip and extended quick draw and you have a deadly, deadly weapon. I was using it. I was trying, I was using that today actually in a solo FPP round on Sanok and I rolled yeah. eight kills. Um, I just, I unluckily got knocked with an arm or something near the end, but mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's a deadly, deadly weapon. That, now uh, what does that do? You said it makes like negative recoil or something. Um, if you put the compensator on, it gives you negative recoil, but it actually, uh, it gives you no recoil. You have, Oof. yeah, I mean, we did get, yeah, we did get notice on that from the devs though. I mean, or their community manager, at least on Reddit, they said that, um, that it's working as intended. You know what I mean? Like the, the lightweight grip is working as intended with the values that they give it um but they do admit that it might be a little little bit strong i've heard that they were thinking about maybe putting a cap or like a, a floor on how low you can go with the recoil it's crazy um, so you can't go further so that and they might just do it just for the ump because it, it is obviously pretty nuts i've had just the lightweight on it and it, it just doesn't budge it's amazing pc it, a, it's not there like I, you, I tried yeah, the same thing on PC and, and you get recoil with it. So, you know, maybe somebody coded a value incorrectly, but you know, well, you it's never the know. It's a mixture with the Xbox. It's, it's yep. mixing with the Xbox re reduction, which you said you didn't notice too much. I, I really didn't notice too much. You also love the AK I do. On, on, on this, you know, Xbox version, which is harder to handle for a lot of people. That's if true. you can learn to spray with the AK, you're going to laser people. Yeah, with something like a QBZ. I think you know that's I mean? where my improvement has come, and a lot of my mm -hmm. gameplay lately is just picking up that AK and using it, and then having that secondary yeah. as like an M16 or uh, or that UMP if I can find that UMP with the lightweight. So, yeah, it yeah. really teaches you how to drag the sticks on that and um, like really fine fine tune your aim.
all these things to me they they make sense and i call them like the meta like it's it's the terms out there but meta is basically like what weapons are hot in the game and what trends are happening so you know when the smg patch came everybody was using the ump because of that because it was easy to handle and it was so deadly so literally everybody at the end of the game they were sniping with umps it was ridiculous so I mean that's that was the meta. That's how they wanted it. You have to take advantage of it, even if the UMP is in your favorite. And same with the AK. The AK got a buff because everything else got nerfed. All the five five weapons. And for anyone listening, I just want to kind of point out that meta is not like some crazy joke that transcends itself. In this case, meta equals uh, most effective tactic available. So I mean that's that's what it was. You could throw four times on that ump, and you could snipe with it more effectively than if you're trying to. Um, hit someone's head off with the uh, mini fourteen at range. Yeah, like so. Just to clarify there. Yeah, and and you know people who haven't seen uh you know the ump with the lightweight grip yet or didn't know about that have watched like my gameplay when I use it and they're just like oh my god like he just like got him from one hundred fifty meters away he just lasered him you know what I mean like people don't see it coming and it's it's great it's it's really cool to be able to utilize that right now. Uh, whether or not they're gonna put that buff on it if that's what you're saying there the devs are aware of it and that it is working as intended so it's just you know it's it's definitely a power weapon uh that you should take advantage of you know the final you know the final 10 people uh most of them that i kill also have that ump on with the suppressor and lightweight grip they it's just what they're looking for and it's happened a number of times the last couple days i was playing fpp uh, I, I was killing guys and, and they had the same combo. They might have had like a 2x scope or a 1x scope on it, but uh, like it was, it's deadly. See that extended quick draw with the lightweight grip and suppressor on that ump. Generally, though, in a competitive multiplayer game, the devs are always looking for like unintended consequences or like, yeah, it's technically working as intended, but it's starting to skew the playing field a lot. Like I saw that a lot in Overwatch. Yep. Like Overwatch, but Overwatch has a huge thriving esports scene, so they're really paying attention hard to that. And a lot of the changes they do are specifically aimed at esports and not necessarily at how average Joe plays the game. Um, so, of course, there's the there at least when I was paying attention to it, the ongoing joke of um, is somebody overpowered? Better nerf Mercy. Because it always seemed that she was getting hit with constant nerfs, never got buffs, and when she did get a buff, they accidentally made it super overpowered, so then they had to nerf her again. Um, because suddenly or because suddenly everyone was picking certain characters because they became massively overpowered, and the devs were thinking, well, we have to do something about this now because we like where, she, we like where this character's at. But when that character is completely eclipsing everything else, that is a problem. We don't want that. So that's if, a good point to bring up. So if the ump um, is if the ump is eclipsing every other weapon in the game right now, I can almost guarantee it's going to be nerfed in some way, or at least balanced out to bring it more in line with its intended place in the. There's no real weapon hierarchy in this game, though. Um, but for I mean, it's an SMG. It might ha- it's a little more versatile than most of the other SMGs, but it's not intended to be a sniper rifle. Yeah, definitely. I thought you brought up a good point, like bringing in Overwatch and like you know changing the balance for for competitive play. Um, 
games, multiplayer games these days move at such a rapid pace with all these hot fixes and, and changes to skill value, like the values of, of a weapon or, or in Overwatch's case, a hero, um, to the point where someone even more casual than any of us who are having a conversation on a podcast and who sit in Discord and read the patch notes, there's people who are even more casual than that. Um, they could still be at a computer monitor and desk, but they don't read the patch notes. They won't know. Um, that there's something overpowered or there's you know a character you need to use or that the ump is going to be sniping you from range so they're they're maybe just completely out of the loop so is that an unfair advantage no the information is just available to everyone and i think that relates back to the zim i mean that information was available to everyone most people knew of the option but some people just claim for that that it dips into a, a weird ethics area right but how yeah. much does this really tap into ethics and in the end, uh, there there's always going to be a group that is highly opposed to it. Uh, there's going to be a group that you know thinks it's in that gray area, and then there's a group that's going to think that it's fair play because it's available to everybody. It's just a matter of everybody getting on board with it. So in the end, this debate could go on forever. But you know, I guess we really need to just move on from this and you know look into the future and regarding you know ethics. Uh, it's just, it's, yeah, it's, it's really hard to determine fair play when there's so many, uh, glitches and, uh, advantages everyone can take, uh, in a game yeah. to, to really compete at the level that they're comfortable with. Yeah. So what do we see as the future for the mouse and keyboard within fitting into console? I mean, let me just ask everyone this question and we'll kind of move from there. Maybe, um, what, what are your thoughts on playing alongside mouse and keyboard? Is that something you're like completely not okay with, especially in the terms of like PUBG and the fact that there's no aim assist for us on contr on controller, which I've gotten used to, and I don't ever want to go back to aim assist. I, I don't want it. I think it's a crutch. Um, but I mean, do you guys have an issue playing against mouse and keyboard? Do you think it needs to be absolutely separated out? Do you want the chance to choose? I mean, where do you see this? And maybe we'll start with stop collaborate and kind of work our way way up. I think it depends on how it's implemented um, because like right now, the only way that it works is to basically have an emulator to trick the system into thinking it's a controller. Whereas have we even seen a reveal of what hardware there's going to be available from Razer on this? I mean, it's just standard plug and play stuff, but I think all they're adding and the reason it's a controller like or fitting into the Xbox and its console keyboard is that they're putting in responsiveness with like RBG chroma, whatever the their you know um, RBG lighting, so it'll do that stuff where it flashes up and down the the keyboard. I don't I don't think it does anything uh, different. You can use I'm mean, I'm going to be using my Ducky One keyboard that I just bought. So it's just a software update. It's not actually we're coming out with and here's an Xbox official mouse and keyboard. They're just opening the gate. Yeah. Mm, okay. See, I was under the impression. See, I didn't look too much into that news release. I was under the impression that they would have like kind of like here's the elite controller, and I was like, here's the Xbox mouse and keyboard, that yes, sort of thing. There's that is that is going to come from Razer. They did mention that there will they are partnering with them to develop a mouse and keyboard, but on the side you can use your own stuff too. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt. They actually bought Razer. Yeah, I think they bought them. I think I think they're like the main, you know, shareholder or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there was like I'm a big shakeup. Sure. It was a while ago, which is why like I, I've been having this conversation with with people in all sorts of games for a long time. I I thought mouse and keyboard was coming for a while, and I thought games were going to try and get 
release dates and patch dates and stuff on the same par so that we can get um get everyone just playing together i, I think the new version of console is going to be a dedicated gaming rig that you can play pc on or you can play the console experience and the console experience might very well just be you know only xbox or only consoles you know you're not going to play with someone on a windows pc and they're you know maybe just only on controller which like i said i don't think it defines the console experience but that might be a way um to distinguish it distinguish it when we have mouse and keyboard and fully open gaming borders if we want to call it that right yeah i'm i as far as like the the lobbies being combined and things like that it's one of those things where I think no one really wants to make a decision and then someone is going to make a decision and then everyone else is going to see how it goes. And then you're going to see, like, once the first person makes a big move, then, like, a month later, you're going to see everyone else making big moves related to it. Whether whether it'll be, oh my gosh, we're never going to do that. Look how terrible this went down. Or we are going to do this because it actually turned out pretty good and we've gotten good feedback or things like that. But I'm kind right now I'm a, I'm kind of for the idea of separate lobbies because I do think that the advantage of the mouse and keyboard can be sometimes a bit discouraging to controller players. Um, especially people who are say just trying to get into the game and then you're getting completely creamed by mouse and keyboard people. But that's also, I also think that's kind of just a perception that people have because they see PC streamers and the game is running buttery smooth and they're have their sensitivity turned up super high and, and they're just completely mowing people down. And you think, man, I can never do that on a controller, but you can set your sensitivity really high and you can get that uh, muscle memory in there. It's just, I think in my opinion, easier because you're using your whole hand and your whole arm instead of just your thumb. But at the same time, I don't want to see the player base get fractured that much because maybe everyone will go mouse and keyboard and then the controller lobbies will just be empty. Or the only people left will be the diehard, I'm pro on a controller, and then no one will want to play the game. Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting seeing this kind of change occur and seeing how uh, the gaming companies uh, for each you know each game in particular, how they're going to handle this. And really, a big thing too is, uh, you know, where where's uh, that competitive level really going to be at too? Uh, also, you know, my own opinion, I really think they're going to need to separate lobbies, uh, like they do right now in some other games, uh, where you have that, you know, mouse and keyboard lobby, controller lobby, and then that cross lobby where you have the option of competing with anybody. Uh, I think that's going to be big. And a quick fact check here. Um, it looks like I, all I can see is that Microsoft had a partnership right now with Razer. So we'll have to look okay, into so that a little bit more. Right. Yeah, uh, but it is okay. a partnership. So obviously there's benefits on uh, both sides here with that. So, you know, when they do come out with it, hopefully they come out with something that's uh, affordable for everybody. Uh so they can get into it easily if they want, or at least have that practice and option to try it out and kind of see for themselves how, you know, how they like it. And then, you know, it's, it's, well, as I said, it's up to the, up to the developers uh, to implement that kind of control. That's going to make fair gameplay and continue to make fair gameplay as we come into this revolution uh, that as we come into this revolution of, of gaming and, and controller use. So, that's that's my opinion. How about how about you, Heinze? 
Um, I don't know. It's I think it's interesting. Um, you know, uh, just like the, um, you know, the owner of uh, Microsoft said that there's a lot of games that are haven't come to Xbox because you know they don't have mouse and keyboard. But so this is going to allow for a lot more games to come to Xbox um, that work better with a mouse and keyboard. So I think it's a great thing for anybody who owns a console in the future because they have more options out there. I mean, like why limit your options, right? It's having a console is awesome because it's easy to use. So if you have more options to play things and do that, I think it's going to be more enjoyable for people. Um, as far as like the competitive side of things, so. Um, you know, I know a lot of hardcore controller users have problem with mouse and keyboard. They think that mouse and keyboard players are just and that they, you know, um, you know, can snap on pretty easy and this and that, and they're scared of it. But, you know, I'm going to be brutally honest with you. Like I, I know controller players that are just as good when they just play a lot with it. I would say generally speaking, um, you know, just take anybody um, using the mouse, you're probably going to aim a little bit better than you are with your thumbs right off the bat. But after you use it for quite some time, it, you get used to you, used to both of them. So um, I think it's it's going to be good for the future of Xbox to allow mouse and keyboard. As far as combining lobbies, I'm not entirely sure. I, I honestly think that the that people who are casual gamers are going to hop on their Xbox, um, you know, of any age, aren't going to really care. They're going to get in the lobby and they're going to get some kills and, you know, they're not going to worry about if it's a mouse and keyboard or whatever. Um, they're just going to hop on and they're going to play some games and have fun with their friends. Um, I don't think it's a big deal. As far as the competitive side of it, um, once you get to tournaments, I think they're going to specify whether they allow it or not. That's going to be a big deal. Like, as of right now, um, most of the tournaments I've seen that are kind of like Jimmy rigged together um, don't allow mouse and keyboards in Apex. They say it on that because they know it exists and they know people are using it. So um, they want the lobbies like that. You also have to have a uh, camera facing you. There's all these rules uh, for that right now. So they want everybody basically using those rules. So I think on the tournament side, it's going to be, okay, we're allowing mouse and keyboard, we're allowing, you know, these things, and they're going to have a set parameters for the tournaments. So that's where it's going to count, is where the money is, or where, you know, all that stuff is. Um, I don't know. It's really, really early to say, like, how this is going to go. But I'm, I'm excited, for sure. That's, that's yeah. great. Does, does anybody else have anything to add to this? You're about to say something there, Kev? Yeah, so I think like as it stands today, like me versus him, Apex user in the final two, um, that doesn't make me angry because I know the limitations. I know that it's not a one-to-one PC experience just coming on the Xbox, and these this guy's just going to be far and away having that advantage. He is going to have the aim advantage, but I can still bamboozle this guy. I can still do something and make the make the play and move around him or do something different. I'm not that worried about it. But if it does become, you know, when they unlock this and we can just plug our um, Xbox, you know, or sorry, plug our mouse and keyboard directly in. And if it works as cleanly and you can button, you know, remap the buttons and it just works almost exactly like a PC experience. I think we might have an argument there that we should separate it out. I just don't think the emulator is doing enough of a enough of a job to just make it a, a clear cut case. Um, but that's also just something we're going to have to see. 
Um, and I, I just think that really comes down to the competitive scene. I don't think anyone thinks that PUBG has uh, matchmaking that works. You know what I mean? So you can have Joe Blow in the same game as you know your top streamers who are playing this game 12 hours a day. So I don't think there's like an even playing field there, but no one's complaining that there's not an, a proper ELO system. You know what I mean? So that's yeah. my... That's me at the end of the day. Yeah, and I was going to springboard off of that because I was thinking that if there is such a, if it does turn out that there's a huge ability difference between mouse and keyboard and controller, is that skill based matchmaking could potentially start to solve some of the problems with it. Because then, if there really is an obvious skill difference, then eventually a skill based matchmaking. Yeah, they'll just rank up a skill-based matchmaking. It'll start to smooth things out. It might be rough at first, which it always is. I mean, Overwatch qualification matches for uh, ranked se- or competitive season. Oh, they are, can be brutal. Oh my gosh, they can be completely brutal because they try to put you with unranked. They put you with other unranked people, and they could be top tournament players that just happen to be starting in the competitive season at the same time as you, and you can get the you can get completely wiped. Yeah, that ranking system is going to be interesting. Yeah, those ten, those ten games are nasty. So, uh, PUBG PC test uh, test patch twenty two adds um, a rank system to it. Yes. So eventually, it's going to come to Xbox. It's a rank system, and they kind of elaborated on it. There's going to be like a platinum tier, gold tier, diamond, all that stuff. So just like you said, it's it's going to actually solve some of the you know issues right now because um, right now we're all in the same lobbies. It just kind of you know, it mixes you up. You go into a lobby and you're playing against really good people and some casuals. So, you know, um, this rank system is going to separate that, um, you know, when it's implemented into Xbox, which will be a huge, huge help to this game because it, it exists. I mean, how many of you guys have played, like, um, you know, any other game that had a ranked mode in it? Like, you usually don't play ranked until you're ready to play. And some people just play casual because they know it's not competitive and, you know, it's not going to, you're not going to get killed right off the bat. That's what you know? I do so on Siege. I don't, I don't, I've yeah. never played competitive on Siege. Yeah, because you just want to have a good time. You don't have to, like, play really sweaty, right? Right. So, I never played, I never played the competitive version of uh, Call of Duty. I mean, I didn't get back into Xbox. Um, you know, I went to college, I didn't have time, I didn't have a system, I didn't have a, I didn't even have a nice enough place, I was living in North Philly, but, um, you know, I was going to get robbed if I had a good thing in my house, so <laughs> we just didn't play for a while, right, so I got back into a Black Ops 3, and I played until I was like prestige level 300, but I never once stepped foot into that competitive, because everyone just said, no way, dude, you're just not ready, you know what I mean, it's just not for you, so there will still be, com- we still had games that felt competitive, but it wasn't a ranked system i wasn't you know getting matchmaked you know against someone of a considerable or you know yeah a, a relative skill base there it was it was just anybody so you could be in a team with your friends and half the time just like PUBG, it came down to communication if you had two people on a you're gonna take it you're gonna get it you know what i mean if three of you bum rush it you 100 percent have every base you want if you're playing you know hardpoint or something so like i don't know i just that's another thing what's more of a cheat it's going up against mouse and keyboard we're going up against a team that's got all comms and you got uh you know you're, you're solo queuing with a bunch of randoms yeah i wouldn't say cheat i'd say uh advantage right advantage not you know yeah. we're, we're saying cheating because i'm having some some uh whiskey here we're starting up this uh drinking stream after so right. i apologize for using the words there using the wrong vernacular no that's all good cheater you're starting early 
So any, does any, anybody else have anything else to add or should we ask the community uh, what they think of the mouse and keyboard support coming in November and what that means for, for the Xbox community in general? Maybe we should uh, hear from the Xbox community on, on what they think. So, so I have a question for you guys too, like for everybody here. But like, so I, I I've been reading the Discord a lot, and you know, of course, you guys are in there and talking. But there hasn't been one person that I have talked to in the Discord or read that has actually used a device like mine at all. Actually, no, maybe there's one person I think they, I forget his name, but everybody thinks they're an expert on it, and everybody thinks they know how to use it. So that's that's why I'm kind of like puzzled because like everybody thinks they know how a mouse and keyboard works on Xbox and it's such an advantage but none of them have actually used it. And you know, I'd like to talk about that because no one's actually asked like how does it work? Is it actually like PC? Is it this and that? So I mean, before I get into that, do you guys have any questions for me? Like for that stuff? Like how do I use it? What does it feel like? What I mean. Why why don't you tell us? Um how how does it feel? How do you use it specifically? Yeah, so to explain it for you guys, it's not a one-to-one system like the one Hart mentioned earlier, right? So if you go on PC, you move your mouse, you can change your DPI and mouse speed, and it's really smooth and everything like that. It's not. You have an emulator that's hooked up to your Xbox, and you have a keyboard that goes into a USB, and a mouse goes into USB, and your controller goes into USB, and it basically uses the buttons on your controller and it maps it to whatever keys on the um, keyboard and mouse you want but there's an application that goes with it in your phone and the reason that application is there is because at first when you hook it up um, it's really slow it's jittery it's not like you would think you're like wow this is really horrible so there's smoothers in there there's all these different settings that you can actually get it to be almost like it was on PC, like you can move. So there's a lot of work that goes into it. And a lot of it's not self-explanatory too. You got to do it, like look it up online and, you know, so it's actually pretty difficult um, to use. Um, and along with that, I think the, the hardest thing I had with this, and we kind of touched on it earlier, was the learning curve. Because it's not like PC where you drag and drop items. So you have to use the same buttons you would on a controller to scroll through your loot and loot fast. So I was a badass on a controller when I had to like loot stuff and, and you know inventory management because I knew what to do. It was muscle memory. And then I had to go to a mouse and keyboard. And I'm like, ah, oh, what button was that? It's, okay, I have to press this now. And I have to use that same button for this because you can't bind it to another button. So it's like so you're personally it was, translating this thing. Like you have huge. to you have to think you have to think in controller and then translate it to your fingers into a mouse and keyboard. So that doesn't exactly. seem easy, right? I mean, and I'm sure it still comes up and it says press X to open this door and you're pressing like F or whatever the fuck it is. Exactly. So there's a huge, huge uh, learning curve to it. And I'll tell you, at first I didn't like it. I actually went back to controller because I was doing worse. And then eventually I caught on with it. And then I would just use the controller to loot, but then I would use mouse and keyboard to like fight. And only till recently, like right now, it's been almost like seven months, I've actually got good with it where I don't have to really use my controller anymore. So this is a huge learning curve, guys, that goes with it. And it's not just like on PC how you can snap on people. 
If you want to watch my streams on Mixer, you can see how I aim. I tell you, I don't win every game. I'm not leaderboard right now. If it was such an advantage, I would be there. Right? For yeah, me, stop by and talk shit, okay? Stop by and talk shit. <laughs> for, take a look. See for yourself. For me, it was actually how I wanted to play this game because I play on PC, I play other stuff. It just I want to use one thing. And there is a slight advantage to aiming. So for me, it was like, I'm all about it. This is cool. So it's like driving stick. It's like you could save money on gas and potentially go even faster with a you know a car with automatic with a stick. But most of us just drive automatic and we don't give a fuck. And right? if so- exactly. and if somebody steals it, yeah. they're not going to want it because like, man, I don't know how to make this work. Yeah, that's the way it yeah. is. It seems. <laughs> when everybody in the Discord is talking about that, and I, I know I replied and. You know, I, I do want to apologize to some of you guys out there who are offended. I, you know, the get good comment, I understand how you guys took that the wrong way. But if you read it, my whole uh, spiel there is, is it wasn't get good. My point to you guys is that I play a lot of PUBG and my stats are very, very big. And I do that on purpose because I want to be, you know, a really big gamer. It's just how I play. And when someone tries to tell me that I have an advantage when they've never once played the amount of time I've played in this game, tried as hard as I could, and used the device that I've used, it comes off a little offensive, I think, you know? It's just like someone in the backseat just want to complain about stuff, but they've never done it, you know? So um, I do apologize about that. It might have hit a nerve. Or two. I, well, I think it's a big thing. It's an Xbox nerve because I remember reading that comment and I saw the phrase "get good" and I just had an impulsive reaction to it too. Even though I knew where you were coming from and I've played with you before, I saw "get good" and it sounded like it just it it's kind of like a weird, uh, like a trigger, like a PTSD thing of because we're all, we're all the console people were tired of like PC master race people saying, "Oh, we'll just get a PC noob." And it and it did come across a little bit like that, even though I knew that's not where it was. But I just saw it, and it just hit something that just like made like the Kill Bill sound effect go off in my head a little bit. It sent tremors through the Discord. Yeah, and if you guys didn't know, me and Stop collaborate. We kissed and made up. I, I gave him a nice little massage after I told him it was all right. So if you guys want a massage, I'm willing to give him up for free. <laughs> uh, yeah, massage with a Halligan bar across the face <laughs> but uh yeah one yeah i guess uh we got two-part question then for community uh for the community coming coming in here as uh, yeah what do you think about the mouse and keyboard coming in into it and uh into november here uh with microsoft and then the other other part of it is is coming from heinze there uh with with uh the mouse and keyboard and and zim so um did you want to phrase that question again to the community there? So I wanted to wrap back up with my like theory there on, on a couple of different announcements I mentioned in the beginning. But if we have another question coming here, I might have been getting ahead of myself. I was, I was stepping into the Discord to, to say something real quick. So Oh, yeah. Go ahead. That's fine. No, I'm good. You guys can continue. I got nothing else. Really. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty, pretty much said all I need to say as well. So and I think stop? we might have exhausted ourselves in the Discord, in the in the chat wars there. That's why it might seem a little too civil here. So I'm sorry we didn't call each other names. Um, <laughs> but so just wait till we start theory, drinking. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're going to talk a lot of shit in the stream right after this, which will have already aired. But it'll be you know it'll be there. Um, so my whole theory, like the the reason I think that we got the announcement for the mouse and keyboard 
on the same exact day as PS4's announcement that Fortnite was going to work. We're going to have to edit that word out, right? Um, Fortnite. It was going to work. You can play. Yeah, yeah. we're going to be able to play from you know Xbox to PS4 for the first time ever, right? Um, I think what that is doing, I think that's all like a conscious decision with all the devs around and you know all the all the um, you know whether it's PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. I think there was a huge meeting of the minds that no one really knew about, and I think the part of it was so that they they already had PS4, already had mouse and keyboard support and you can play on on Fortnite and you know use your mouse and keyboard and at first it was open and everyone complained so what they did to separate the lobbies without making it like the same 500 people who were just using mouse and keyboard is they forced you to go play with PC now that might seem unfair and I would say it probably is unfair to make a um, you know a console player go into the wild wild west when our systems barely compute you know at the same power um so I think what they're doing is cross-play between consoles and mouse and keyboard is linked so that you can have PlayStation and Xbox users using console or using controller together and you can have mouse and keyboard and that way we don't get the problem that Stop Collaborate was talking about where we have these dead lobbies because your controller players can play with controller players on a console and it doesn't matter and then there's mouse and keyboard on console and maybe you have the option to go over with PS you know, or PC players, but that's, you don't have to be forced just because you want to play with mouse and keyboard input. I don't know. That's just been my theory. Yeah, my thing I is, I don't, it out there. I don't like being forced to have to change what I'm doing just in order to play the game that I like. Yeah, so that's, what, that's you know, my thing is I think that if you want to stay with your controller, you'll always be able to, and it can always be just that. And I think that that's kind of, I think everyone's working together to bridge the gap and kind of bring in the new era of what console can be without disrupting all of its loyal fans who have, you know, thought of it. There's, there's going to always be a segment of the market, as you know, we've said that just want to play a controller. They just want to get home from work, get home from school, pick up the gamepad, and just sit down on the couch and enjoy themselves. Even if the game does still feel sweaty to them, they're not, they're not getting up off the edge of the chair, you know? Um, so I think that, I think that's a concerted effort and I think it's, I think it's not, you know, random that those press releases came out the same day. So that's it. But you guys down a little secret. I'm actually the owner of Xbox, um, Microsoft Xbox. I'm forcing all you to play with me on mouse and keyboard. Oh, so, so you're the fucker. You know yep. Jesus. No. I'm the guy that did it. <laughs> Rips so you guys off mask. And I would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for you I damn knew kids. It. You are the meeting of the minds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, guys. I, I think that uh, that kind of wraps everything up there. And yeah, there's going to be plenty more of these in the future here uh, to Arjuna and Robin's discretion there whenever they want to have us throw out a bonus episode. Um, and maybe if it'll be over controversial things or, you know, massive releases, I, I think we're going to be able to get some uh, extra content out to Xbox community there. So yeah, anyways... Thanks again, guys. I really, really appreciate that. And I think if that's it, uh, we can wrap it up. How about? Well, we gotta plug, gotta plug the Xbox Club since we're the Xbox bonus episode. Yeah, let's do that. You lead their stop. Uh, go ahead and join the Xbox Club for the game. It is, or the the podcast club for the game. It is PUBG Winner Winner Podcast. 
moderated by myself and Heinze and Basic Bro. Shoot us a request and we will get you in the club and go ahead and post some videos, put up some looking for groups, and just get together and meet some new people. I know I've met several people specifically through the club before and still play with a lot of them. Yeah, I'm playing with a lot of you guys too on Xbox there, so it's uh, it's been a blast really having fun playing with everybody from uh, the Basic Bro side here, so... There's over 200. There's only over 250 people in it now, so you're bound to find somebody. I checked today randomly, and it's like 277 actually. So we're, we're, we keep climbing. People keep asking to get in there. That's awesome. I wanted to give a shout out to another uh, Xbox, um, you know, content creator who's been really cool for the community um, and has been getting more and more active. But he's always been around, um, and that'd be the Croctopus. He's uh, overall mixer. Um, he's he's got a lot of people that come out. And he's got a nice professional stream, and he's just a, like a nice dude. Always willing to play with people who stop by, um, you know. And I think he's he's got the same spirit as a lot of us who are on this podcast right now, which just trying to build communities, you know, within Winter Winter and just you know in gaming in general. Um, that are just cool places to play. So if you ever want to check him out, that'd be cool. Um, he's actually given us some of the rules we're going to use in our drinking podcast tonight, so that'll be fun. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to you know maybe give him a shout out because I've seen you know seen him in a lot since I've gotten here. Um, he's certainly been here longer than me, so I just wanted to do that. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Carcass. Thanks for stopping by. And yeah, thanks for stopping by, everybody. Really appreciate that. We'll say our goodbyes now. So, yeah. Till next time. Bye. I love you all. <laughs> <laughs> Don't hate me. <laughs> Too late. All right, guys, it's been fun. Thanks, thanks man. Thanks for listening. <laughs>